Welcome to the More Than a Mommy podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. Thank you so much for bearing with me through that last episode because that audio was something that I was trying and clearly failed. But I was like, you know what? We Something that I personally am doing these days is pushing past the deep desire that I have, like that is embedded with me, inside of me, within me, to not necessarily be perfect, but I realize that sometimes when I have a high standard of excellence, which I will not release, but I realize that sometimes it can have me in a chokehold and then I'll do things over and over and over again. And sometimes just getting it done is enough. And so this was a personal practice not to re-record that episode. I do hope that you were able to hear the message way more clearly <laughs> than you were able to hear the audio. And I hope you are well. I hope that you have lots of water in your body and that you are hydrated. I hope that you woke up today feeling like that girl. And if you didn't, here's your reminder. Drink some water, hydrate yourself, move your body and remind yourself that you are that girl. Okay? Okay. So today I want to talk about mindset. This is one of the topics that I really love to talk about. And I love to talk about things really based on how they have impacted my own life. So if there is something that really blesses me, if there is a strategy or a piece of information that I have used and it has really shown off in my life, I like to bring it to others. And one of the things that I have really been blessed by is the understanding of how like really deeply impactful our mindsets are. And I don't even think I can fit it all into one episode, so maybe this will be the first of many. But it's so important to me because for much of my life, I realized that my mindset was the thing that was really, how do I say it? Not necessarily keeping me down, but it was keeping me stuck in this place that I didn't want to be in, especially as I was working through therapy and, you know, unearthing all of the things, even from childhood trauma that really impacted me. I finally realized that because of those things, especially those things that happened to me without my say-so, like I, I either was a child or, You know, there were things that happened that I felt like I didn't even deserve, but they just happened to me anyway. I had developed a victim mindset, and I know that that's going to have to be a whole different episode. But in short, it was kind of like I kept asking the world and God, like, why is this happening to me? Why? It was, in so many words, woe is me type energy. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be heartbroken by things that break our hearts. I'm not saying that we shouldn't say ouch when something hurts because I believe that we need to feel the feelings in order to be healed and to be whole. I am simply saying that 
we have a lot of power in the way that we see the world and the way we live is shaped by our mindsets way more than it's shaped by external factors. So let's just get into it because I'm really excited and something that I love doing is researching and reading on topics that I'm super passionate about. And I was actually in the process of getting my coins together because I like to do check-ins because we're out here trying to get our wealthy, healthy, stealthy lives going, right? (laughs) I'm playing. Y'all know I play too much, but why not share good energy? We need to bounce off of each other. But anyway, so I was actually digging into, you might be familiar with this website, but it's called Clever Girl Finance. And they talked a bit about mindset. And I was like, oh, this is just so synchronous. And I love that we are on the same wavelength. And I was like, I definitely have to share it with my folks. So the two things I want to talk about today as it relates to mindset are number one, scarcity mindset. And then number two, abundance mindset. I think that I will stop there because I don't want us to go on and on and on. And of course, I want to leave space for you to pause, like journal. Remember, this is meant to be interactive also. That's something I should share though. If we are not clear, if I've never said it before, I really hope that we are doing this together. Like I say in the intro, this is not for you to sit and get, it's for us to share And of course, I'm happy to share with you in this way, but my expectation of you, honey, is that you then figure out, okay, how does this apply to me? What can I do today or tomorrow to level up, okay? So get your pen, get your pad, do whatever you gotta do. (laughs) Okay, so remember, we're talking about scarcity mindset and abundance mindset. Mindset is just so important because... It allows us to either basically see the glass as half full or half empty. You've heard of that saying before. And so like we have to remind ourselves that the way we look at the world is like the number. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but it really is the number one factor in how we move through this world. Okay, so what's a scarcity mindset? A scarcity mindset is when we view the world as not having enough to go around. So then when we have that mindset, if we fully believe that there's not enough to go around, then we start to feel like, okay, there's never enough for me, or why is this happening to me? Or, you know, just being down that low vibration type stuff, instead of with the abundant mindset or the abundance mindset, it's, it's, uh, you can use it anywhere. I don't know what the word is that I'm trying to, interchangeable. But like with the abundant mindset, you are thinking there's always enough. There is more than enough. I have everything I need. Now, let me tell you why this distinction is so important. When we have a scarcity mindset, it's not just about physical and material things. Sometimes scarcity mindset shows up in like our belief in people. Of course, it could be like, oh, I feel like... I need to rob Peter to pay Paul. Have you ever heard that? Please let me know. Like respond in this to this either in my DMs or whatever. But I know I'm not the only person that has heard that. When I have heard someone say, well, you just got to rob Peter to pay Paul. And I remember when I first heard it, I, I think I know who said it. This person is not in my direct family. I, when I heard her say that, like, 
not to sound crazy, but like I felt repulsed almost. Like, what? Like, why does that even sound good to you? I'm not robbing some. It, like, I, I know as a child, I remember questioning a lot of things like I do now, but I just like, that sounds crazy. But I know how many people in marginalized communities, especially if they live in inner cities or if they are living in poverty financially, they feel like that is a way of being. But when you feel like and that is a way of being and you have this scarcity mindset, it takes away like all of the things that God has to offer because you are only seeing that morsel in front of you and you're not operating in gratitude, which we'll talk about, but then you're not allowing yourself to see everything that is available because you're only believing that there's never enough. Sometimes it's like scarcity mindset when it comes to relationships. Some people just really feel like this person is always, there's always going to be someone out to get them, or you can't trust this person because, you know, women are catty, women don't like each other. And then what do they do? They operate from that principle. They might not have any evidence, any facts behind that, beyond like somebody else passed that down to them, or beyond even one experience when they were dealing with the broken person or the relationship was broken itself. And then what do they do? They continue to perpetuate that belief and they operate in that belief. And then that's what they see. So the two are complete opposites, scarcity and abundance. So scarcity mindsets have us hyper-focused on like specific things instead of seeing the bigger pictures. We might focus on things that are immediate and urgent and stressful instead of focusing on the possibilities, especially as children of God. It just breaks my heart to know, like I was even taught in a way that it was a good thing to embrace a scarcity mindset and about, you know, people misusing the scripture that says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And then somehow it got switched to the money is evil. You know, girl, people just don't be reading, but it's okay. You know, we have to have grace for ourselves and grace for others. <laughs> but, you know, it really does have a big impact on that poor versus wealthy mindset. I don't want to stick too much in like how it shows up financially because the application for me really is bigger than that. Because you can be as wealthy and as rich as you want to be, but if you don't have things around you that money can't buy, you're most likely going to be very depressed and have a void that needs to constantly be filled. You might be on drugs. You might be just out here searching for things because the only thing you know how to do is count on material things. Material, material girl. <laughs> that song is stuck in my head, but for real. So really, if you get nothing else up to this point, just know that the difference between the two mindsets Scarcity mindset and abundant mindset is how you personally and individually view the world and how you manage your perception and your thoughts. So we talked about the scarcity mindset. The opposite is the abundance mindset. So that's when you feel like you have a high level of personal worth and security. You always feel like you have enough. Instead of focusing on the things that you don't have, you think more about the things that you already have. You are grateful. You realize that, oh, yes, this might not be going well, 
but I am so grateful for all of the things that are going well. Yes, this is not adding up. The math is not mapping, but I know I can do X, Y, and Z in order to get my numbers up. It gives you like a reprieve, a sense of like woo-saw when you have an abundance mindset. If something doesn't go right for me in this friendship, I know that there are so many other people in the world. There's like how many people? Over a billion. I forgot. Was it three billion? Who knows? So many people in the world. And instead of me focusing all of my energy on that person that it didn't work out with, The abundance mindset allows me to manifest and welcome in the relationships that will be good for me. The things, the ideas, the places, like all the things that I do want, when I start to focus leading with gratitude on the life I want to live, it opens my eyes to everything that is in front of me or available to me, even when I can't see it in the immediate. So Also, something I learned is that when you have an abundance mindset and you operate from that, delayed gratification is a necessary skill. (laughs) Like sometimes abundance mindset means I don't have it right now, but I'm going to make a plan. These are the steps I'm going to take to get it later. Versus just being like, oh, I ain't got it right now. The world is over. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to (laughs) do? So. The one piece of homework I want you to do really for real, you know, journal, think, do whatever you got to do, talk to somebody, is to determine which mindset do you have or which mindset you have. Ask yourself, which mindset do I have? Is it more of an abundance mindset or is it a scarcity mindset? Sometimes it might be a little bit of both, but this is how you'll know for sure if you have a scarcity mindset. So take notes. Number one. Are you always worrying about not having enough? This could be food. This could be money. This could be friendship. It could be support. It could be anything. Are you always focused on what's going wrong in your life? Are you always focused on not having enough? Number two, are you always comparing yourself to other people? When you see people feel happy, when you see people exuding joy, when you hear folks laughing and living their best lives, does that ping a little bit of envy within you? Do you get irritated when you see people living healthily? Do you feel like, ugh, they so fake. I don't even know why they pretending like they happy because we all depressed. Is that you? Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Number three, do you find it hard to be happy for other people? So like, let's pretend that I uh, want a house and I see my bestie clothes on a house. Abundance mindset is like, yes, we did it. If God did it for her, I know he can do it for me. Let's turn up. Scarcity mindset is (laughs) <laughs> yeah, girl, I'm happy for you, but how much your how much your HOA? You know them bills gonna be high. Uh, in my head thinking, oh, I don't understand why she get a house, and I've been looking for all this time. Like, if your first reaction to things that 
are beautiful and exciting for other people is to find something negative or to turn it back on yourself and what you don't have, that's an indicator that scarcity mindset is running rampant in your bones, okay? (laughs) Number four, do you feel like you've beat everyone else when you have success? So flip the script. When something great is happening for you, Is this something that you're like, glory to God, I'm so happy I got to pour out into others. I'm so happy I got to reach this accomplishment. Or are you focused on having revenge on people, on the haters, right? I talked about that in the last episode. Are we focused on having revenge on people who have wronged you in the past or being able to rub it in those folks' faces? Because if so, ding, 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 scarcity mindset. (laughs) Number five. Are you negative about why you can't reach your goals? This one I see most common, and I have been guilty of this for sure, especially when I first had my baby and I was out here oompa loompa-ing around. Like I was so down on myself and feeling so sad about why I couldn't lose weight and why I didn't have energy. Instead of thinking about, okay, these are the steps I can take today to make it to my goal, no matter when that you know, final finish line is, I was just like, oh, these just basically giving myself all these excuses so I could feel sorry for myself. And so many people do that. It's like people feel like everything is conspiring against them and nothing will ever change. Like it's depressing, right? Like, especially if we think it's not our fault that we can't be successful because it's the system, it's the crooked system or the coworker or the spouse or the economy, all of these other things instead of internalizing what we can do. Hmm. The last question I'm gonna ask is this. Do you overindulge or underindulge frequently? So do you frequently overindulge because you feel like you need something good in your life, something positive, some some type of reward? Or are you the person that's like, literally, I will never pay for anything that will make me happy. We have no room in the budget. We are saving, 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 saving. Uh-uh, nope. I know that I might need these new shoes, but I'm going to just walk around with these shoes. They got a hole in it because they get me from point A to point B. Because if you do either of those, that might mean that there's a thing telling you that either you're not going to have enough, so just do it all right now, or you're not going to have enough, so just save it all right now. Now, I think as I look at the time ticking, we're probably going to have to do an episode, like a part B of this episode. We're going to focus on how to overcome the scarcity mindset today. And then next week, we will focus more on basking in our beautiful abundance mindset. So as you think about, and I'm sure you may have had to pause me by now, or you will write it down and think about it later. But as you think about those things, like, how did you do? And remember, we got to be real with ourselves. If we can't be real with ourselves, we will never be able to be real with anybody else. I have talked about this multiple times, but always when we are doing some self-actualization work, never forget to offer yourself compassion. Don't be in these streets judging yourself, feeling like you need to hide something from yourself because you don't want to admit the truth. We can't heal what we don't reveal. You know I love to say that. So please don't allow yourself to let this moment be another opportunity to shame yourself. It's a no for me. If you felt like, oh, those things did resonate with me, 
that is completely okay because guess what? You just reached a new level of awareness and now you have the opportunity to do something about it. Like, don't worry yourself and think, oh, I suck as a person and oh my gosh, my childhood ruined me. No, that's the <laughs> that's exactly what we're not doing. So we're going to think about some ways to help ourselves become more positive if that was you. The first one I already said, gratitude. I really go hard for gratitude. It shows up for me every single time. Like when my mood sucks or when I need to get it together and I write in that gratitude journal and I just write down 10 things that I'm grateful for, works every time. Think about how much you have already. Allow yourself the opportunity to dream with no judgment. Consider everything that is a possibility in your life. Think about one thing you can do to get to your goal versus the many things that are keeping you away from your goal. Create intentional moments in your life through daily actions. So like I was talking about the losing weight thing. Yeah, sure. I could go hard in the gym five days a week, strength training, cardio, getting it in. Maybe about four years ago, before I had my child, that is what I was doing. And then parenthood happened and life changed dramatically. And some people can still do that. I'm happy for them, right? I'm also happy for the people who decide I'm going to take a 25-minute walk every day. Or I'm going to take a 10-minute walk two times a day. Or I'm going to do yoga in the living room. Or I'm going to turn on some music and just twerk it out for five minutes a few day, a few times every day. Like... What are the little steps you can do that bring you joy, but also take you closer to your goal? That's intentional living. That way you'll make choices, not just on how you feel pressured to act, but really what is best for you and what you want. When you are grateful for things also, be, and I was talking about that gratitude journal, be grateful for even the quote unquote little things. Gratitude is literally about reminding ourselves of all the blessings we have received thus far. And it has a special thing, like it changes the wires in our brains to call those things forward. The last one I wanna say is get around some people who have an abundance mindset. Even if it's a struggle, and you are struggling with allowing yourself to be around people who have energy if you don't have energy or who are excited about life if you're feeling down on yourself, expose yourself to those people as much as you can because that's going to rub off on you. And I can speak for that myself. There were times, especially before I did all of my adrenal fatigue work and stuff, that sis was out here exhausted and irritated at any type of perk. There's my moment of transparency. And I was like, how do people have this much energy? It is draining me just to be in company, like with their energy. It was exhausting. But I just kept reminding myself that Nikia, this is how you were once were, and this is how you would like to be again. So get up, girl, shake it off and figure it out. <laughs> and the last thing I want to say is really just trust in yourself and trust in God. There is very little that I've been able to do in my life that has not been fully dependent on God. And he quite literally can restore every single crooked place, every single broken place, and he can lift us up from every valley if we allow him to. That's the thing, though. We have to be like Jesus. 
I acknowledge this mindset. I really want to change it. And I need your help to dig me out of this pit. And girl, he just be waiting for us to say that. He literally is waiting for us to just surrender the thing to him, to be in relationship with him, and then to trust him to like have our backs. There's a scripture that says like we can carry his yoke because his burden is easy and light. So we don't have to be out here toiling through life and being down and low vibrational. We have the opportunity to live abundantly. And it really depends on us taking that first step by analyzing and then correcting, if necessary, our mindsets. So that is all we're going to talk about today for the meat of the podcast. This is a longer episode today. And that's okay because we had a lot to say and there's going to be a lot more to say next time. But you are enough. Let's listen to this sponsor and then get into our moment of meditation. Today's moment of meditation is focused and centered in the concept of giving thanks. Sometimes we don't receive the desires of our hearts simply because we haven't even thanked God for what he's already blessed us with. I truly believe that God waits for us to be appreciative and grateful for everything we have now before he entrusts us with his next level of blessings. Instead of griping and complaining about what you don't have, stop and take a minute just to give God thanks for all that is good in your life currently. He inhabits the praises of his people. And today's word comes from Psalm chapter 103, verses 1 through 5. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. And that is all I have for you today. Please stay tuned for part two. And remember, it's time for you to now figure it out on your own. Are you dealing with a scarcity mindset or are you in full-blown abundance? If you are in abundance, I am so happy for you. And if you are in scarcity, guess what? Compassion is all you need. Grace is all you need because now you know where you are and you can determine where you're going to go. I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. Okay, thanks. Bye.